No one's going to listen to this like near when it happens. So. Also, no one is going to listen to this at, at all. all. Wi-Fi any better this week? That is the question. Um, no, because you just completely cut out. So the answer is absolutely not. Okay, great. We're still weeks away from getting our Wi-Fi installed. We are borrowing from our neighbor and it's not the best. So bear with us, people. Gosh, your neighbor, Kristoff? Kristoff for the win again. Yes, he's the best. We've continued our friendship and they continue to be lovely. So we're so thankful for them. So what else is going on back home? What am I missing out on? Oh my God. Besides it being a million degrees, what are you missing out on? I don't know. I feel like I'm really, you know, I say that as I'm being angry about it, but I feel like I've been trying to embrace summer more this year. And I normally kind of hate summer, but I just recently joined the Soho house because your girl's bougie as hell. Yes, you are. And I've been going to the pool, which is really fun and really good people watching. Also, everyone is wearing a thong bikini. Interesting. And I feel like I need to talk about this. Okay, what is going on with that? Like all ages or who's doing this? Um, I would say adult ages. Yes, not children. Well, I mean, I mean like 20 year olds. (laughs) or like 50 year olds who's doing it I mean kind of everybody wow and I know I noticed this at the beach when I was there for a bachelorette party recently and I was like okay clocking it and then especially at Soho House people are wearing a thong bathing suit and you know it's made me kind of examine things that have been put in my brain from you know, when we grew up, I think I sometimes still have this view of like, you shouldn't wear that if it's not traditionally, quote unquote, flattering on your body. Mm. And then I've had to be like, oh, wow, where did that thought come from? Like, we're not doing that anymore. Everyone gets to wear whatever they want to wear, whatever they're comfortable in. Like, nobody is a normal body. But it's just funny how I feel like those thoughts kind of pop up like, oh, wow, interesting. And then I'm like, well, yeah, she gets to do whatever she wants with her body. Why are we even clocking right. this? You know? Yeah, fascinating. It's tricky. I will be very interested to see how that is here because, you know, there's um, mm-hmm. public nudity is not illegal here. So, oh, right. It's, you know, it's been chilly since we got here, but we've heard that, that you'll just be going in a park and someone will be sunbathing naked and it's kind of not a big deal. Um, I know. But then thinking back to the US, I'm like, well, what if my my young boys saw this older woman in a thong. Like that feels jarring, mm-hmm. but why? Yeah. What's the root why? of that? And why does it matter? Why is there so much emphasis on it? You know? Yes. Yes. Um. So anyway, it's made me be like, okay, how, where do I feel comfortable? What are my, like, I just sent back a bathing suit I had ordered because I felt like it was a little too cheeky. And I was like, okay, maybe we should examine that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Too cheeky for who? 
too cheeky that I don't feel comfortable showing that much of my body, which is that's fine. That's like my choice. Or do I feel like it's inappropriate for my age? Or do I feel like it's not flattering? I don't know. I just feel like it's been this interesting examination of, you know, my relationship to my body and how it exists in the world with other people in bathing suits, which, you know, I feel like bathing suits have some trauma for women and I'm trying to let go of that. Yeah, it's such a tricky balance, isn't it? It's hard to know where the root of it comes and then also just reading the room and knowing what's appropriate, but then why is it appropriate or not appropriate? Yeah. You could go so many angles with that. So fascinating. It is fascinating. So anyway, there's my, um, this is why I'm, how I'm justifying being a member at Soho House because it's really making me think some deep thoughts, you know? People watching and solving the world's problems. I know. That's great. So what do you do at Soho House? It's like a membership in several different cities, right? Yeah. So it started in London, like in Soho, neighborhood of London. And it's just like a private members club. It, it's supposed to be tailored towards more creative professions. Um, so it's basically like a bougie country club with no golf for creative people. Well, this is your heaven. I know. <laughs> Are you going to see famous people? <laughs> um, okay. Wait, you are maybe the one person that can appreciate this. (laughs) Oh, gosh. My first famous person sighting was um, the other day I was working there, which is also really nice because I work from home. So I feel like when I don't have Zoom meetings, it's been nice to like be in a different space and get to work there. So that's a plus. But I saw Tree Payne, who is Taylor Swift's publicist. And she is (laughs) gorgeous, too. She's gorgeous. Yeah. Did you, like, what did you do? Were you starstruck? I was starstruck and I was like, this is so niche. And like, thank God for my TikTok girlies for teaching me about tree pain. <laughs> right. <laughs> Very few know what she actually looks like, but. I know. I know. You know we would. <laughs> but yeah, I saw her step away. She was with her husband because I did a quick Google and some other people looked like family friends or something. And then she stepped uh-huh. away and like took a phone call near me and I was trying to eavesdrop so hard of course you were was it tay was she talking to tay during the tour i don't know i was like surely she's not gonna like solve some problems over the phone in a semi-public place with taylor swift but anyway i was just like this woman is a freaking powerhouse and she's so impressive she's been taylor's publicist for like 10 years and i wanted to be like tell me everything about you right did you know you're proud of her Oh my God, right? But I am. I'm so proud of her. I too. What a powerful I woman. I know. She's so smart, so good at her job. And I just, uh So anyway, that's been my one, my one celeb sighting. Apparently there's lots of like bachelor people that belong, which, you know, oh. I'm such a noob when it comes to that, but. I would be able to spot them. Don't worry. <laughs> yes. You'd be able to spot them. It's also completely eye-rolly too, like the whole situation. But I feel like it's fun and it's given me a lot of entertainment and a way to like meet new and interesting people that aren't in my direct social circle. So well, absolutely. And you've been wanting to kind of branch out and meet some new people, see a new scene of Nashville. That's great. Yeah. So other than that, oh, I do have a very fun neighbor update, which is really the most exciting thing that's going on. Okay, tell me more. So as you know, Casey, one of my very best friends just moved in next door to me. And by next door, I 
mean, like we live in a duplex and she's sharing a wall. And she moved in. Yes. Yesterday was the big day. And I didn't know it was happening already. Yes. Fun. So she is getting married and her fiance had is living there, you know, next door. And Kale is my buddy. It's been the two of us just being crotchety old neighbors and like looking out our windows and texting each other. Like, I'm like, that car has been parked in front of your house for a long time. Like, whose car is that? And he's like, I don't know. Should we call someone? I'm like, I think we should. Like, Okay. And isn't there a rollerblader you've been keeping tabs on or something? Oh my gosh. We're obsessed with her. The saga of the rollerblader. It's this woman who is like probably around our age, maybe a little bit older. She wears very vibrant colors. She rollerblades every day between 10 and 12. And she has a speaker out loud playing very loud music and sometimes playing her uh, health tracking app. So it'll be like, you've burned like 357 calories and I can hear it inside my house. That's how loud it is. Uh-uh. Yes. But I'm like, yes, girl. I love it. Just the confidence. Yes. Just going for yeah, it. Yeah. Just going for it. Um. So yeah, we are obsessed with her. There was an incident where a car tried to run her off the road and Kayla and I got very upset. Oh, gosh. So she took a break for a little while, but she's back in action and yeah, I love her. So anyway, Kayla and I are little spies on our street, but now Casey is going to join us and- Oh my gosh. I know. It's really fun. So she had her first night last night. Kayla's on his bachelor party, but- um. I have a friend in town right now and she came over and drank coffee with us and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is what our lives are going to be like every day. It's so crazy. That is wild. I kind of feel like it's the best of both worlds because you know, my one of my best friends here are here in Colorado. Kristen yes. lived with us after we were married, but before she was married. And I still call that one of my favorite stages of life because I was like, oh, I have all my people are right here and I get a husband, but then I also get one of my best friends to tell me I look pretty and help let me borrow her earrings you know it's like I know, so it's great so fun. oh I love that for y'all I'm really excited about it I do feel like we have done a good job of like kind of setting expectations from the beginning or like communicating of like when we were you know deciding to do this when she and Kale were going to put an offer it was like let's have an honest conversation about this like what is this going to look like and you know because I was like I am I'm a private I'm a private person and I I want to have some like secret you know yeah so anyway but I feel like we like started things off by being like okay this is what I'm nervous about this is what you're nervous about this is what I'm excited about you know so I feel like hopefully it's going to be you know smooth sailing but I have confidence in our friendship that we can talk about it if it's not. But so far, it's just been really great and super fun. And I'm excited that it's actually happening now. That's so amazing. And how great of y'all to set some boundaries and just be mature about it. Because you know that there's going to be stuff that comes up, but you just have to be mature and honest about it. And it'll make your friendship even stronger. That's so great. I know. So it's really fun. So yeah, so that's been an exciting thing going on over here. Love it. Um, what has been going on with y'all? Okay. So we are, gosh, about a weekend to life in Berlin. Um, we just recently had our very first Friday night pizza and family night, mm-hmm. played some games since, you know, we still don't have Wi-Fi, so can't watch movies. 
my God. I didn't even think about it from that aspect. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That, I mean, I hate to sound so, I don't know, privileged American. I don't know all the things, but you really don't realize how much you depend on Wi-Fi nowadays for so many things. Even just finding out if the grocery store is still open or listening to music in the kitchen or, you know, there's so many things we haven't been able to do. So thank God I still had some Taylor Swift folklore downloaded on my phone because we've been listening to that on repeat. (laughs) That's so good. What else do you need? What else do you need? I know. What else do you need? It's really, really been the season for me with how cloudy it's been here so far. So, um, but yeah, things are going really good. I mean, we are still tired, still walking everywhere. Of course, we're finally navigating the buses and trains. We got our monthly passes. So we're locals now. So we can just hop on the trains and ride wherever, however far within Germany. Do you have, are there like different prices for adult passes versus kids passes? Yeah. So the whole thing has been really tricky because the first week we were here, we were having to piecemeal day by day because we didn't have residency, which we still don't have, but we didn't have a German bank account, which we now have. We didn't have Michael's school information or whatever. And then the boys don't have their school passes yet. So once they get their school passes or their school IDs, they can ride for free within Germany, uh, which is so great. But until then, we've had to do these basically tourist passes, which really add up. But yeah, for 49 euros a month, an adult can get full access to unlimited rides within the, it's called the BVG system, which is just the buses, trams, and trains, which are all so efficient and lovely and timely. And I don't know, we've really enjoyed that. So it definitely makes life slower. We've realized like if you want to just go into the city for the day, it might end up being an hour there and back. And especially if you have to change tracks or anything, but it's kind of fun. You know, we all bring a book and sit by a local and try to chat a little bit and, you know, look out the window. There's so much to see. So that's been really fun. Actually, the boys have really enjoyed that. So that's been good. I love that. I feel like there's, there's not good public transportation in Nashville. And that was one of my favorite things about New York too. And like you can multitask that, you know, when you're riding the train, like you said, you can read a book or you can do some work or whatever. And when you're sitting in traffic, driving a car, that's like the only thing you focus on. Yeah. And something else I've realized, I was really worried about not having time in the car, like with the boys together, because we often have, you know, neat conversations in the car. But with a train or bus or tram, you're kind of getting more one-on-one time because you're just sitting by one person typically. So that's been really sweet because I feel like each ride, you know, I'm kind of sitting next to a different kid and, you know, looking out the window or asking them different questions or trying out different German words. And so that's been actually really sweet. Like we've felt super close as a family. In fact, today was the very first day that Michael and I branched off from each other because he went into town for something. And then I, we were in town and then I rode back with just the three boys and we had to change buses and we ended up stumbling upon a vending machine the boys wanted mm-hmm. these sour gummy worms which is the same like trolley brand as home but I didn't have enough money well then the train came by and it shook the vending machine and the bag fell down oh and they were like this yeah. is the best day of our lives so they were just riding the train eating gummy worms and yes yeah, small victory it was just like this peaceful silly everyday moment that I was like oh my gosh this is life this is so cool so um 
Oh, and what we did before that while we were in town is we got to meet one of the other teachers at Michael's school and he gave us a tour of the boys' school. Oh my gosh. Okay. What was that like compared to their school at Fort Collins? I mean, completely different. It's wild. It is, it's a lot bigger than I thought. So um, it definitely has a more industrial feel, kind of like an Ikea feel. Mm-hmm. Um, sort of feels a little sterile at first. So I was a little worried because I was like, is this school or like a mental hospital? It kind of feels scary. But then once you get in, I mean, the playground is, everything is just pristine. Everything is clean. There's not trash anywhere. And everything's really tidy and orderly, like not cluttery. So we got to go in the classrooms and see. And it's great. I mean, the boys really liked it. It seemed really friendly and welcoming. And there were some kids there doing like a little summer school. Playground was huge. There's a basketball court and a soccer field and so much. So feels like a university college campus. It's like two sides with the high school and then the elementary school. And then there's a big bridge in between the two. So apparently that's like a big deal that you're like not allowed to cross the bridge if you're not in high school or whatever, which I guess some of the elementary kids get in trouble trying to cross over, (laughs) which could be crew. We'll see. But um, it just eased my nerves a lot just to be able to see what, where they were going to go every day and what that's going to look like. And I just can't believe it. I can't believe they're going to go to school there. I can't believe they're going to be playing with kids from all different nations. I'm just, I'm so excited. So that was really cool. Not to mention it was a really cool part of town, just super bubbly and lively, tons of cool shops and bakeries. So that bus stop will be fun. And then I think that'll be neat for me if I ever ride along with them to school or go to pick them up, then I can just get a little shopping done around there or just browse or whatever. And so that was so cool. I'm really excited about that. I love that. Okay. How, do you know how big their classes are going to be? Um, I don't know about the younger grades, but I know for Kepler, because we've met some of his the teachers in his grade now, fourth grade, that there's five fourth grade classes and they'll all have about 24 students. So it's really big. That was more than I thought it was going to be because that's more than their elementary school back home. So Okay. I was wondering. I can't remember how many kids were in our classes. Do you? I don't. I was wondering the same thing because this is about the same as their school back home, but there were only, I think, three fourth grade classes of 24, about 24 each. I have no idea. I was wondering the same thing. I have no idea. I'm like, would you have any idea how many students went to like Trickham Middle School? No. What about Parkview? Can you remember? Okay. Parkview High School, Panthers forever. Gwinnett, where success lives. <laughs> um, okay, I mean, I graduated with 700. Okay, I was thinking like seven, 800 per class. So what's yeah. that times four? So times four. Math is yeah. hard. Uh, 28. Wait, is that I can't right? Write. I was thinking total was like 2,400. Would that be right? That'd be like 600 yeah, per, cla- per class. So yeah. No, no, I don't know. So we'll see. But just hope somewhere in that 24 times five, there's some friends. (laughs) That's all I need. need. Oh my gosh, I know. There will be. There definitely will be. The other fun thing is we had a big staff gathering for the school staff and we went to this beer garden, of course, because where else do you go in Germany as a staff gathering? 
And uh, we got to meet some of the other teachers, which one of the fourth grade teachers is from Fort Collins. Oh, weird. I know. Well, you know, they they have a relationship with our school district. So that was right. cool that there's several families who have come and gone from Fort Collins. But it was so fun to meet her because we've been chatting online and stuff. And she's just this adorable, like I keep calling her me 10 years 10 years earlier. (laughs) She's like young me, like bright eyed and full of life and hasn't been beaten down (laughs) and married. And they're here with, haven't had kids yet or anything, but they've been so wonderful and helpful. And she's amazing. Cause I'm like, Oh, I would love if Kepler got her as a teacher, but yeah. um, But she was also telling us, so each of the classes has different perks of the grade. So fourth graders are going to be going for a week-long field trip. I think it's somewhere in Germany and they go to a castle and stay in a castle for a week. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I know, which I'm like, my baby, right? away from me. You know, (laughs) he spent maybe one night away from home before. A week? A week, yes. Nine years old. That feels intense. I know. And I was like, do y'all need any apparent chaperones? And they said, there aren't any for this trip. So... I know it's wild. So, but it's cool to learn about the different things that they offer in each grade. They do swim lessons in some grades, bike lessons and classes in one grade. Um, so it's kind of more, I mean, I guess they do that in some American elementary schools too, but it feels quite well-rounded with the culture yeah. and what you have to know to live here, you know? So I'm excited about that. That's really cool. When is the castle thing? I know. I think it's not till spring, like February or March. So. Okay. That's good. Yeah. We have a little time, but. I just can't imagine it. Gosh, he's my baby. What if they just like kicked the year off with a week away in a castle? Oh, God. (laughs) I'd be like, I'm out. No thanks. Absolutely not. Immediately, no. Not happening. I mean, I want, like, will I even be able to talk to him for an entire week? That's so wild. Not if y'all don't get your Wi Fi working. (laughs) Not if we don't freaking get our Wi Fi. God bless it. Two to four weeks it takes here, y'all. What the heck? I cannot. It's fine. It's fine. You know what? It has made me just be more present, mm-hmm. less connected to my phone all the time. I definitely think there's some perks to that. Like even within our house, you know, right now we're in our Vinta garden, which is like our sunroom where we're borrowing our neighbor's Wi-Fi, but it doesn't work anywhere else in the house. So we're just there and yeah. we're present. And then kind of like we put the kids to bed and then we come out here and don't talk to each other and get on our phones. <laughs> a moment no. of silence. I mean, I'm like, love you, but I'm overstimulated and I cannot talk no. anymore. <laughs> I cannot imagine. That's what I was wondering. I'm like, you haven't really had any alone time. Yeah, for me or for me and Michael. Yeah, I totally. I, I, it's funny. And you know, I love my alone time and I love my exercise. I don't know if I've ever gone a week of my life without, you know, at least doing some yoga or some squats or yeah. a little jog or something. I mean, it hasn't even crossed my mind. Right. There's just no capacity for it as far as what I can handle right now, but also that we're walking so much. Yeah. I mean, that feels like you just live a more active lifestyle. So it's not as like must get that 30 minutes of cardio every day or anything, you know? So yeah, even though I'm eating a lot of bread, it seems to be evening out somehow. I know, which is why I feel like European cities, they aren't so obsessed with exercise the way that we are. Like I know somehow they're balancing it all. I do think we've already noticed so much that the portions are mm-hmm. such a thing. Yeah. I mean, you hear people talk about that all the time, but it's really so obvious not to mention 
I think we're just not snacking and like eating constantly the way we do at home. And so, and then you go to a restaurant and it's like, you might order a burger, but that's your meal. If you want to order fries or something, like it doesn't come with like two sides and a drink. It comes with like a burger. And so (laughs) if you want more, you can get more, but yeah, it's interesting in that way, but it's, I like it. I mean, I think it's just less kind of food obsessed and exercise obsessed. It's more balanced, at least it has been for me. So I'm embracing it. I'm enjoying that. Just a simpler little life so far. So it's really nice. We shall see. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Should we do some hyperfixations? Yeah, I want to hear what you're obsessing over right now. What is going on? Okay, I cannot remember if I sent you this on TikTok or not. So forgive me if I did. But there are these two guys. I currently can't think of their name. But they have a YouTube channel, I believe. And then they're clipping it out and putting it on TikTok where I found it. Because my algorithm is all things Taylor Swift and Harry Styles. It's like my algorithm is just Taylor Swift, Harry Styles, and Tom Holland and Zendaya's relationship. Like, that's it. <laughs> well, mine's Taylor Swift, Harry Styles, and animal videos. Perfect. So. <laughs> Perfect. Um, okay, so it's these two guys that I think traditionally have gone through rap lyrics and they like listen to a song together and then we'll stop it and like discuss and someone requested that they go through Taylor Swift's top songs and it is the best thing to watch because they're obsessed with her and it's these like two hard dudes pausing it and just being like holy shit I've never felt like this much from anything like she's a genius the way that she's like (laughs) crafting these lyrics blah 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 blah. like they are having these very emotional moments and again it's the pride thing that you and I have talked about before I tear up in every single video I am so proud of Taylor and I'm so proud of these men for having these like emotional connections to her lyrics Mm. somehow I'm like this is the cutest it's too earnest it's too pure like I can't take it in and so then I just end up being teary watching their videos over and over again I'm gonna send it to you if I have it it is so good I am obsessed with that yes you have to know who they are because I need to know I know and we can put it in the show notes for all our fans for our one fan it's just gonna (laughs) yeah our moms will really want to know what that is and then we'll have to teach them how to get on TikTok so that's great right that's gonna be a whole (laughs) barrier to entry but yeah anyway it just makes you feel really good and it feels just like a pure moment of joy so that's darling I mean, T-Swift t- bringing it all together again, know. you know? I know. Feels to the whole crowd. Love Are it. Are we going to make it through an episode without talking about Taylor Swift? God, hard to say. Hard to say. I'm not mad about it yet, but... Oh my gosh. Okay, what about you? Okay, this is not exactly something you're going to want to like hop on board with, but it's definitely the thing that's keeping me awake at night, <laughs> right. which is the trash system here. <laughs> okay. okay, didn't okay. see okay. that coming. Didn't see it coming. Okay. So in our kitchen, we have one, two, three, four trash bins. Okay. Okay. You have to divvy, actually five technically. You have to divvy out your trash according to what it is and the type of recycling that it is, Mm. which I really respect. Yes. But it's paper, which is going to be any type of paper, even cardboard, egg cartons, paper towels. And then you've got plastics and recycling, which is even like wrappers and chips bags and anything like that, which is 
confusing to right. my brain. And then you have bio, B-I-O, which is like bio, which is like compost stuff. Then you have house waste, like feminine products. Oh, then you have God. your normal trash. And then you have your bottles and cans which can be recycled, but they have to be returned to the grocery store where you got them so that you can get 25 cents back for each bottle. <laughs> oh my God, this is too complicated. I feel like I'm out. It is, is really a lot. It's hilarious. Actually, I forgot to tell you. Okay, I have to tell you about the Texas family, but the Texas family that we ended up meeting who are amazing are so funny because we were at their house yesterday and she was like, yeah, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not doing that. I can make a quarter somewhere else. <laughs> I'm like, Kat, you kind of have to. It's sort of like the system. What everybody does. I know. But um, I mean, everyone says you get it down. Like you get to a point where you don't think about it anymore. But right now we have a chart on our refrigerator and it's helping us know where each item goes. So then it's so cute because we told the boys in BO, it's anything that can rot. So every time they have something, they're like, mom, can this rot? And it's like gum wrapper or something. I'm like, no, they can't rot. So um, it's been kind of funny, but at the same time, I really respect it. I mean, I want to understand and know about it more. But even you'll get like a beer bottle from the grocery store and you can tell it has like wear and tear on it because they just send that back to the company and they re-bottle it and redistribute it. Which is so smart. Like, why aren't we doing that? How great is that for the environment? Incredible. So much less waste. So I'm pumped about it. I'm all all on board to get it down and I want to do it right it's just one of those things that take, it's a steep learning curve because you have to think about everything that you're throwing away and everything that you're using, yes. which just makes you more conscious, which is great. I but love that. Yeah. Just, I'm okay. obsessed with it. <laughs> Can't stop thinking about Did it. Did we used to do that with our bottles like back in the day? I know. Great question. I still feel like there are some places, like I want to say Chell said they do that in some places yes. in Michigan. Like I I think there are places in the States that still do that. I just don't personally ever remember no. doing that or know what that process yeah. looks like. But even here, they said sometimes there'll be, if there's like a big neighborhood party or something, then a homeless person might come around with a shopping cart and then you give them all their, your bottles and they'll collect your bottles so they can go return them and get some money. Wow. That's great. It's a whole system, once again, that just encourages you to be a society and to contribute. You know, it's kind of cool. Like everybody do their part and this makes this whole thing go around a little more smoothly. So I kind of love it. I love it. Yeah. So that's my super exciting hyperfixation. Oh my gosh. It is exciting though. Yeah. Well, I'm going to do some Googling on that. Yeah. Let's figure out more about the German trash system and how we can bring it to the U.S. Yeah. Yeah, Right. Americans would be like, I'm not doing that. Bye. <laughs> Absolutely not. I mean, we don't even recycle glass in Nashville. Gosh, I right. Know. I can't know. I know. It's I know. And if you don't make it easy for us, we don't do it. So I know. I know. What is with that? These these cultures that everybody just does their part, even if it's obnoxious and inconvenient. They're like, but this is what we do. Why do they do it? We don't do that in America. We don't. There needs to be some sort of uh, gain on our end. Yeah. Fascinating. Capitalism, baby. (laughs) Capitalism. (laughs) All right. It is 11.15 here p.m. Oh my gosh. She don't go to sleep sitting up. You have to go. Okay. I love you. This is so fun. Can't wait to do it again. Yeah. Thanks for being here. If you're here, people. 
people, come on back. All you people, all of them. <laughs> You're everywhere <laughs> in droves. I'll feed us in. podcast is brought to you in part by wearing whatever the hell you want at the pool and sponsored by weirdgermanfieldtrips.edu. Thanks for listening.